Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I am all right. Yes, doing uh, doing pretty good. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. This. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Well, you know, you know, my my uh, my my pet hate currently is multiverse movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Notwithstanding, that was yes. a fantastic film. Uh, I am tired i have never really liked multiverse stuff Uh, that's the never have never liked it in comics never liked it in movies it just annoys me it's usually a cop-out for bad writing um if you're going to do a story around it then it better be good everything everywhere tremendous uh generally though i do not like multiverse stories and today i have watched two films and they are both multiverse stories so we shall see um do you i've always been a a relatively bit Good, big fan of multiverse. Yeah, you like... because I'm a big Moorcock fan, and sure. pretty much all of his books kind of exist around each other because, you know, most of his characters are all aspects of the Eternal Champion. Yeah, I think if it's well written, it can work. Yeah, um, and I like <clears> a lot of the. You know, I, I, I think love, it's I, more I elsewhere story, elseworld stories from DC. I don't mind a like what if this happened. Um, yeah. But when you've got an an existing universe and you're like, oh, but now here's a multiverse. Is like, oh fucking uh, hell, you've run out of ideas, haven't you? Or oh fucking hell, you've killed off too many characters and now you want to bring them back. So here's the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the that seems to be the main one, isn't it? It's like oh what what if we, we brought this character back? Oh okay, let's, let's, let's yeah, he's different universes. Mm. Oh okay, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we'll we'll see we'll see how i how we got on um anyway do you want to kick us with, should we start with the big one then all right I'm, I'm assuming the big one is the one we've both seen yeah so uh spider-man i have to be careful spider-man yes. across the spider-verse these names are too similar it's like no way home <laughs> and no longer home and <laughs> i don't yeah. know homecoming i like why do they do this with spider-man movies i um, don't know although batman's just as bad we're just mm-hmm. you know anyway um so uh following on from into the spider-verse mm-hmm. um five years later is a long wait and i had forgotten pretty much yeah. everything that happened in the first movie if okay. i'm honest with you now i loved the first movie I had a really good time with it. Uh, it was just a long time ago, and I was kind of like getting bored of, of superhero stuff at that point, anyway. Uh, yeah. So I was kind of tuned out for most of it. Uh, but, but it was, it was nice because it wasn't really part of the rest yeah of the modern stuff. So it came along, and it was a breath of fresh air. I loved the animation style. I thought the writing was really witty and, and really clever. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a nice heart to it. Uh, Great I as well. Sorry great performances as well fantastic uh so you know this is one of those movies where i'm like well i don't really care for superhero movies as they stand these days um however if it's a sequel to a movie i really liked i i want to check it out so of course you know spider-man yeah. across the spider-verse is, is now released um five years later and i was like well i need to quickly reread the, the wikipedia on the first movie to remind myself of, of where we are <laughs> And off we go. So, um, yeah, uh, we we start on, um, oddly enough, uh, Earth 65 with uh, Captain George Stacy. Um, and uh, we are uh, kind of following for the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the movie? Gwen yeah. Stacy. 
uh, as as Spider Woman. And I quite, I actually quite like the the sort of the pastels sort of style universe for her. I I will say I I think the art style for this this series of movies continues to be some of the best. I mean, mm. I'm not a fan of CGI animation. This stuff is gorgeous. It is. It's amazing. I absolutely love the art style uh, and the way they've implemented the uh, the CG animation in these films. It looks There's amazing. There's a lot of annoying flashes at the very beginning that went on too long. What? In the, in the very beginning of the movie, there was a lot of sort of flashy sort of stuff that was a bit like okay you can probably stop this now this is this is going oh on. okay yeah yeah with you um so anyway we're, we're following gwen uh gwen stacy as spider woman for the early part of the movie we learn uh this may have been in the first movie can't remember uh we learn that she caused the death of peter parker in her world Mm-hmm. Um, because in that universe, Peter Parker w- became the lizard. He was getting bullied at school, wanted to be special, and we discover wanted to be special like Spider Woman. So he he ended up doing science. And uh, I actually really liked that. Um, I thought it was amazing. I was like, that is a really good, really good storyline. That in this this other world, you know, Peter. I mean, that one as well makes sense because if yeah. he was still working, that Peter might have been working with them. Um, I can't remember what the what Connors. What, is it Connors? Yes. Ha, my marvel brain still functions it's still yeah, there he, somewhere he was still working with doc connors and and was you know more into the that sort of stuff and yeah, yeah. why not that's that's quite pretty cool loved it um but then you know she weirdly gets uh, attacked by a, a, a renaissance version of the vulture which which i thought was fucking awesome as well. again wonderful uh and and this kind of starts things off and then we we realize in the the intervening years, I'm not sure how long it's been. I think it's been like a year or something. In this I think, movie. yeah, I think it's it's only it, it, in, within a uh, movie. It's not very. I don't think very long at all. Yeah, uh, and and basically in, in that time, thing. Gwen has been uh, a part of the the multiverse Spider-Man agency, which has like four billion Spider-Man in it. Um, yeah. Apart from Miles Morales, um, yeah. they're all in there apart from Miles, uh, and they're basically you know uh all working together across the multiverse to fix problems basically i presume there are other ones that that aren't but yes for the purposes of this story why he isn't yes for the purposes of this story uh miles morales is is the one that isn't um but of course she makes the fatal mistake of uh i won't go any into any spoilers beyond this but she she makes the fatal mistake of of visiting miles yeah because you know there's some tension i guess you know love well, love we, is in the air between the two of them um, yeah i think we can also sort of say that's not really spoiling anything that there's a an incident to do with the the, vil- the villain the spot yes who uh, is he uh is he a, a marvel thing or is this just he a, is okay. yeah and i think i'm, I'm pretty sure um he's he actually did start as a joke he was i think he was a joke well he is a joke in this i was gonna say is he but, is he taken any more seriously in uh in the movie now this film does I, I would say this film does hint that in subsequent movies he might become less funny and more of an actual threat. I think by the end he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, so yeah. Meanwhile, Mars Morales uh, is attacked by the Spot uh, in a in a shop. I think he's going shopping. No, he's not. He's sorry. No, he's, he's just fighting crime, isn't he? He just everything. happens to be there, and and they they end up having a fight, and uh, it's all very humorous. The spot kicks his own ass, which I did laugh at. To be honest, yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, it was funny. And I was, and 
I mean, again, not spoiling anything. I think mm -hmm. it's safe. It, you know, it's safe to say that the spot considers Miles his arch nemesis because, like a lot of the, you know, these sorts of villains, he created him. He created him, and I think he is he is further infuriated that during the accident that effectively created Spider-Man of this universe, Miles Morales, uh, shortly after that was basically that same day because of Miles Morales, uh, the spot became he became the spot. He he was like infused with portals or some nonsense from yeah. this collider exploding. Um, so and and I think he's further infuriated by the fact that Miles just sees him as a joke. Yeah, because he's like, "You've ruined my life, and I am your arch nemesis." But Miles is like, "You're just a weird dude." You know, he's like a minor villain, doesn't he? Basically, pretty much. Which right, I'm guessing he's a minor villain, not even really worth bothering with. No, no, and, I, and I'm guessing he may he may live to regret that ultimately. But yeah, um, I think he certainly will. But in any case, Gwen uh, travels to his uh, his Earth and uh, meets him secretly, um, and uh, we we learn that. Gwen was meant to be tracking the spot and keeping an eye on the spot, and uh, he's disappeared, which is concerning. Um, and uh, as a result of this, it's kind of made clear to all the other Spider-Men that she has basically contacted Miles, um, and they bring Miles to the Spider Interdimensional Base. I don't know what the hell it was called. The the Spider Police. Is is it is it on Spider-Man twenty ninety nines? It might be, yeah, because he's kind of a villain of this. Nouveau York, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, um, I haven't read, I didn't read the whole story, but I did have the Spider-Man uh, 2099. Right. And I certainly don't remember him being a vampire, but sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did have fangs and he had poisoned by right. claws, but that doesn't really make you a vampire. Mm. Anyway, that's just a small side. But I remember, I, I remember quite enjoying the the Spider Man twenty ninety nine stuff and the Doom one as well, the Doom uh, twenty ninety nine. Yeah, it's quite cool. I, I don't think I've read either, but um, so in any case, plot continues from here. Um, it it includes arguably too many Spider Men. Yes. Um, however, I don't know what your thoughts are on this film. I really enjoyed this, to be honest. I, I really enjoyed this for the most part. Uh, have a few few issues, but not many. I, I genuinely I found enjoyed it, it. Very frustrating. Did you? I did because I think it's almost like two halves. Half of me was like, I love this because mm -hmm. I love the the interactions. I love the main characters. I thought the I, motivations I, I liked, were pretty I also well. Liked when yeah, I love the characters. I liked his parents. Yeah. Um. A lot of the other Spider Man I found insufferable. Um, I kind of assumed that was somewhat intentional, particularly with the end so, that we yes. get, because the end is basically like I'm getting the team back together, you know, like it was yeah. like okay, we're you know, um, so I don't know, I don't know if that's intentional or not, um, but uh, there, was, there was just some, there was just some really, there was some really good dialogue between sort of Miles and his family and stuff, and and, and Miles and, and Gwen, and then there was just some horrendous dialogue between. You know, Miles and Miguel and the other and the awful punk uh, Spider-Man and the terrible Spider-Man. See, I thought that was intentional. Motorbike pregnant. Fine. Okay, Spider-Woman. 
Oh yes, but Spider. Well, there's a lot of putting children in danger in this. Oh film. God, what the fuck was that about? As well, <laughs> that it? was one of my things. I was like, this one, this spider, this Spider Woman is pregnant whilst fighting crime. Yeah. This Spider Man is taking his child while fighting yeah. crime. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are... And we've and we've established there are five billion Spider Men that you could use yeah. instead of you. Maybe have your child first. Yeah. And then then continue. Or, and also. You know, you, you you have a literal baby. It's it's not really even a toddler yet, and it has. No. It's clearly inherited your powers, and you're still a child it, though. And you make it a web slinger. Are you fucking mental? And and it's still a child though. Like you know, it's it, it's. That's what I said. It's not a toddler. It's not even a toddler. It's a it's a baby. It's a baby, and like you said, it it has inherited peter parker's powers right mm-hmm. at least a portion of them genetically yeah um but she, that does not excuse putting putting stuff. her in harm's way the way no. that he does like it's like whoa what are you doing yeah and there's a point at the end uh which is a is, i guess is a small spoiler mm-hmm. where uh peter has a has a discussion with his wife about the baby and he's like oh no i didn't she's like did you put the baby in harm's way he's like no of course not you told me not to do that so i didn't do that and he's kind of played for laughs and i was like okay that's kind of funny yeah. uh and and then you know it's clear that, that peter parker needs to get involved in the wider plot and yeah. uh he gets the baby and i'm like he's gonna leave the baby yeah with the wife do the right that's, thing I and he's like just little... don't tell her and brings yeah. him along and i'm like what why did you bring her along what are you doing <laughs> like you've the, learned the, nothing the baby puts the mask on and you're like are you are, are you are you sure are you really serious you're gonna do this yeah no so so the, this is one of the things i was like that the baby's thing and um as much as i liked the dialogue i did think it was a bit repetitious in places some of the themes just continued a bit too long i yeah. think but and I, th- I think there's a the the the, the, the big chunk of the storyline as well i anno- slightly annoys me because it's that thing they're doing as that sort of what they've kind of done to Doctor Who, and they, you know, it's like now all Spider Men are the most p- important people in the universe. Yeah, it turns out they are like above any. Well, of course, bearing in mind, we do need to, we do need to bear in mind, Matt. This is a Sony production. Yes. So, so they can't have Iron Man floating around or or Thor no, or no. you know it's like we are we are Spider-Man centric here so I, I kind of can forgive them for that because it is kind of like well they don't have that many yeah, options. I understand that but then but then you can't have fucking added, Morbius no one gives a shit anymore. Added things <laughs> like oh but you have you, you have canon events like, well that was very Doctor Who um, oh yeah exactly that's what I mean it's like oh you've got canon events that... it's like fixed points in time yeah. And, yeah. and the idea that if those don't happen you will unravel that universe uh-huh. was a bit well then nobody in those universes are important at all no. Nothing, nobody matters in those universes but the Spider-Man well I guess the argument is that if you <clears throat> Un- if you stopped any canon event in a universe whether it involves spider-man or not you would destroy the universe um i i always have issues with these things anyway because i'm like well then how do you know what is a canon event and what isn't and how does that work yeah like what dictates something becoming a quote canon event or a fixed point in time in doctor who with doctor who you can kind of let it go because you're like well 
these are these are ancient beings that have studied time and you know yeah or just kidnapped a girl and stole her power <laughs> i don't fucking know but back well, in my day they were was... ancient beings that it you know were part of time they'd absorbed yeah. time they they you know uh they they studied it and understood manipulation with the time lords as well you know they they, they were, knew what they could get away with and what they couldn't. So what they called a fixed point was basically like, if you do this, I can't fix it. It's fucked. Yes. Um, but here you're like, how do these fucking Spider-Men know yeah. what's a canon event and what's not? And But I'm, I, I was kind of okay with it, to be honest, for the sake of the plot and for the fact that this is not a Marvel, Disney Marvel thing. It's a Sony <laughs> thing. They were very limited in what they could do. So I was like, okay, you know. But I, I, I see your point. I get your point now because I, I kind of agree. But um, I mean, that's why I think it's, that's what was frustrating for me. There was, it was, it was for me. It was like a, almost like a film of two halves for me. Yeah, these really good sort of lovely little family moments and really good character development moments, and then there was these really bad dialogues and really weird spatial things, and it was like, oh, okay, fine. Mm. And, I, I but, think I mean, the good outweighed the bad for me. I would say I, I really enjoyed this. I think I agree. Yes, uh-huh. I, I think just I, okay. I definitely enjoyed it, mm. and I will assuredly watch the third one. Well, I, this I this ends on a very big. Cliff I do, you know. Yeah. I I, li- I like where Miles ended up. I mean, you could see it coming from orbit. It was, you know, it's like. They they set it, they do do that sort of let's set this up for stupid Americans. <laughs> and I'm, that's not Succeeded. me calling. That's not me calling Americans stupid. That's just the way that certain movies. I think that's the way that Hollywood sees. Yes, Americans. exactly. <laughs> not necessarily how we see them. Here you go. Here here's some clues. Here's some clues, and you're not going to get it from the clues we've seen. It, so I'm going to tell you exactly what's happening. It's like no no no. We we, we know what we we get we are it. Intelligent. Yeah. We, we're, you know, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm sure most of America get it. They're not that stupid, really. I do like the idea overall. I like the consequences of, of what has happened and, and how that plays out in another universe. Um, and I I liked seeing the result of that. Uh, yes. I loved I must admit that the cliffhanger is great. I was like, oh, and yeah. and then when she gets the, the gang back together, I was like, okay, I really do want to see the sequel. Um, yeah so I mean, maybe because i want to see um spider-man noir again. i know I, I just want to see nick cage again i just exactly. want nick cage back <laughs> <laughs> i just want to see nick cage again. I, I liked um penny's upgrade as well that the new mech suit was very cool yeah um i i liked i don't know if you're going to agree with me i kind of liked the the live action people and the lego as well i i kind of as a, like a little aside yeah, was... i find it quite funny and i was like oh that's quite funny actually i well, quite like if that you're gonna, if you're gonna include every universe you kind of have to don't you mm. it's they did mention Doc Strange in this, by the way. They did, yeah. Which is they a character did. they don't own the rights to, but they did, you know, they were like, oh, okay. Well, I think the thing is, is that this, even though this... They can mention, I guess. They're still connected to those... Yeah, I don't know where the rights end. I guess the rights would probably end at, like, well, you can't have Doc Strange turn up, but yeah, if you but mention you can... him, we're not going to sue you because yeah, we exactly. did have this deal, you know. <laughs> mention him. But I liked it, and I was like, oh, is that, like, a, a reference to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It might be. Um, I don't know, um, but yeah, I I I liked like, the little cameos. The spider, the the Lego one made me laugh. Actually, I was like, oh, awesome! They actually did a Lego Spider Man. Yeah, that's that pretty cool. cool. I must admit, that was that was quite funny. And you know, some of the stuff 
in the background was 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 funny. There was you know the spider tyrannosaurus and yeah. spider cat and spider car. It's like it, yeah, of course they they know, really played with how ludicrous the whole things. thing was. Yeah, yeah. and I and I liked got that. spider ham for God's sake. So I liked when they were like um, at one point for reasons. They they they're like, we need to catch Miles Morales. So the fucking idiot says like, you need to stop Spider Man, and every like a million yeah. Spider Men all start pointing at each other, and it's like, no 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 Again, no, Miles Morales. You could see the joke coming a mile. It was off, funny it though. It still made funny. me laugh. It was funny. Yeah, exactly. It did it did make make me laugh. I, I mean, I kind of hated and liked the um, oh, what's his name? It's it's the clone one how sort of emo the clone one was is like really broody and like talking yeah. about his, how how everything was like dark and, <laughs> and miserable is like that was actually quite fun that yeah funny. yeah so i did you know I, like i said i did enjoy it mm. i did find it also frustrating at times but i'll definitely watch the second one and I, I would kind of recommend it i think it's nowhere near as good as the first one i think the first one was was a genuine work of art it was it was you know i i will agree i i think i enjoyed this more than you did um mm. i will say it is definitely not better than the first one mm. the, the first one was far and away better than this one it was a tighter script yeah. um because this film is long actually yes it was long um maybe a little too long if mm. if i'm honest uh the first one was a really tight solid script great acting great art direction everything this film has most of that but it does have some annoyances and some it's a bit too long and you know and and everything that we've just just discussed um yeah but yeah i i enjoyed it I mean, and there's, there's, there's still a, a few fucking digs that annoyed me with the with the the Indian Spider-Man stuff. It's like gotta get, gotta get some digs in at the British. It's like ah, oh, fuck sake. I I never read um, Indian Spider-Man because I know I know that was a no, character. I, don't, I haven't it? either, but but you know they 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 do a whole thing about you know that this is where all this is the museums where all of our stuff that the British stole. And it's like oh, well because there is a British Spider-Man in it as well, so yes, I guess that's is. that's you know um, playing off each other. But uh, but yes, it's. Uh, I, as I said, I've never read. I haven't read that much Spider Man, if I'm honest. My, my, like I read a bit as a kid, and then yes, I, read, I read quite a lot as a kid, and I read. I loved the '60s cartoon, and I loved the '90s cartoon. So, mm. like, that's most of my knowledge. So, I always remember, like, I always think whenever these things come around, I'm always like, oh, it's going to be Madam Web because that's my knowledge of the multiverse with Spider Man is from '90s cartoon Spider Man. Yeah. Um, was it well, Madam Web? It was movie coming up, haven't they? Oh, have they? Okay. Well, there we yeah, go. yeah. It's um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Dakota. Uh, the one that was in um, oh, Gray Shades, Gray. Oh, oh I, Shades. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, well, she's playing. They've 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 made her a lot younger, and okay, which I think they've done in the comics anyway. But you know, I, I, yeah, because she was not, old. It's old not going to be the. It's not going to be the Madam Web that you remember. Let's put it that way. Nothing is what I remember. No, no. <laughs> so gone to shit. I mean, I used to love Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That was great. Well, see, that was the later series. So I, I, I was a big fan of the '66 Spider-Man. '66, mm-hmm. fucking hell. Sorry, I'm getting Spider-Man, Batman in my head. <laughs> uh, I was a big fan of '60s Spider-Man, the animated Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I think came after that, and I've seen some of it because that's when he's friends with like Iceman Star and, and uh, Iceman. Yeah, which is a weird combination. Yeah. 
It's like, like a, that's a weird pairing of, of like, you it know. It all works, though. It does, no, it works. Real, it did work. You know, base that turns into it. You know, it was, yeah, it was very... Uh, base and, yeah, I used to love that song. It was very... And I like, I, I read a lot when I was a kid, but one of my... I never used to buy a lot, lot of the Spider-Man. When I was a kid, I did, but when I was older, I, I didn't. But I did have a friend who was favorite hero is Spidey. Sure. So all the big story, a lot of the big stories like Craven's Last Hunt and all that stuff, I, I have read. Mm-hmm. Um, in lit in the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, ten years. No, not so much. I haven't read any of the the later stuff. I know there's some weird stuff they brought back. They changed Gwen Stacy. I think they made her have a an affair with Norman Osborn. <laughs> what? I, Isn't yeah, she a I, child? I, I I think they made her have a kid with Norman Osborn. Hang on, but, but but Norman Osborn, uh, Norman's the old one, right? He's yes. the Green Goblin. Yes. She's a child. Well, yes. no, she's yes, yeah, she's a, they're school kids, right? Well, they're, they're, I mean, I think they they get to college, I think, don't they? Okay, so now she's college age, so she's I guess she's yeah. legal, but it's still weird. As it's still fuck. weird, grubby, and and, and unpleasant. So yeah, I, I, I mm. okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> we're not reviewing the comic books, like no, we're not. We're not. Um, we're not. And I, I'm not qualified to really. Either, no, so no. Up the, newer, the newer stuff. Uh, but anyway, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, I think you enjoyed it less. I will agree with you entirely on your points. Uh, and I will say, in, in, as you said, not as good as the first one. Uh, I did very much enjoy it. I definitely recommend this one, and uh, I will definitely be watching the sequel. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I mean, for, for the performances of uh, uh, Jamaica Moore, is his name? He was great. Yeah, it's Miles. Yeah, well, I, I thought and he was Hayley fantastic. Stanfield is always good. She's yeah. a really great actress, and and she, her performance as Gwen is 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 brilliant. So yeah, you know, I mean, it's Oscar Isaac is is Miguel was half good, half infuriating. <laughs> Um, I, I I don't know why I just they they sort of made him a, a, a villain and I I don't know why. Yeah, see the thing is I've not read Spider Man twenty ninety nine so I didn't care. Yeah, and I, and I was I, like maybe for all I knew I was like maybe he is a villain I don't know so I kind of went with it. Um, I, I guess he starts you know. off as a selfish bastard, right? But he he by the time he's Spider Man, you know he's he's more of a, a hero but that but that's you know again you kind of get the impression in this movie though that so he's basically been holding or in his mind he's been holding everything together yeah he's, he's so you kind of feel like maybe he's just I, I feel like he will be good in the end and that he's just kind of lost so. his mind because of the you know he's basically been trying to without spoiling it much he he's trying to hold the multiverse together and miles morales is kind yes. of ruining that so he, he's like, trying to stop sort of weird universal incursions yeah it's it's centered around miles and i'll leave it at that so so him being there annoys uh spider-man 2099 already yeah uh and and then obviously things you know obviously as as films do they uh they increase the stakes and uh he gets more and more stressed so i don't know whether it's that i don't know but um anyway enjoyable film yeah so what else have you watched matt uh, so I will go with uh, Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone, starring Gal Gadot. Yeah, so it's, I, th- I think it's Gal Gadot. I think you actually do pronounce that. So, I have no idea. Um, I think what? I've heard so many people say Gal Gadot that that's yeah. what I say. So is it Gadot? 
I, I think so. Okay. I, I, either way. It, it could go either way. I'll take your word for it, man. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wonder <laughs> Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Uh, so this is uh, Netflix's. I'm, I'm 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 guessing it's their latest attempt at a, at a franchise. So basically, you've got um, uh, what was her character name? Rachel Stone, who is working as uh, as a, a sort of a techie for the MI6 and start her. She's got this team of people who are basically at this. Um, think they're in switzerland they're in or austria what any snowy mountainous ski place uh-huh. um and they are trying to capture mm. this um dude i forget what exactly he is he's some sort of businessman dodgy businessman and i think they they want to capture him to, to become an asset um and while they're there uh no, not trying not really spoiling anything um you discover that she is not a techie for um, the MI6. She's a plant. She is, in fact, a... Uh, the, what, are they, what the bloody hell do they call the organization? I can't remember what the bloody call the, the organization, though. She's, she's part of this organization that works for the heart. So they are, they're all cards. So she is the nine of hearts. Okay. And they are basically a shadowy organization um that um were basically you can't be named after you can't be named after cards and not be assassins i'm assuming that's no they're not assassins they're not okay no they are they are sort of spy okay make sure the universe uh, the world goes right sort of people sure so they are controlled by the heart which is a computer ai thing which is basically have you ever seen person of interest no you should see Persons of Interest. It's a really good I, I, I have heard that, yes. It's a really good series. Um, ever play Watch Dogs? Any of the Watch Dogs? I have. Played? I have played the first two. Okay, so it's that. It's okay. this yeah, thing. Yeah. It knows everything, reads people, you know, makes... Um, basically, it you know knows, what every, knows everybody better than they know themselves sort of thing. So that basically it can see when events might happen and when people are going to do something bad or whatever. And this agency basically turns up and, you know, but it's, it's all, you know, it's AI, it's dodgy. Um, and uh, obviously I'm not going to spoil stuff, but obviously there's a, a bad sort of agency as well that wants to take over the, um, the heart um because you know they don't think that you know these elites they're in they're in control of this thing and they're not really they could do some real good. I mean, sure, you're going to murder lots and lots of people when you take over, but that's fine. It's 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 fine. It's you know it's 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 the way that these things happen. Um, so what then basically ensues is you get a sort of a, a, a cat and you know not spoiling anything, but you get a sort of a cat and mouse sort of trying to track down the heart and trying to sort of keep it out of bad hands and you know all that stuff um the cast is, is pretty good you've got jamie, jamie dornan uh what's that do that paul reddy um you've got sophia canado uh you've got that german dude uh matthias Sch- i'm gonna fuck this up 
Schweighofer, who was the guy from um, the Zack Snyder zombie movie, Army oh. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Sir, I really liked Dieter. He was one of my favorite characters. He was film. one of the yeah. better uh, better characters of that film, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so- God, we got to talk about Zack Snyder later. I forgot. Yeah, yes, continue. We, <laughs> we will definitely talk about Zack Snyder later. Um, so, right. Is it any good? Uh, I enjoyed it. Cool. It's... The, the trailer looked okay. Like I, I, I wasn't blown away. It's, try, um, it's obviously trying to be a sort of um, Mission Impossible, you know, female Mission Mission Impossible sort of um, person of interest type thing. Um, which is cool. Which is, you know, I'm sure they spent lots of money on it. At times, it looks. It's Netflix. They definitely spent a lot of money. Yeah, they definitely spent a lot of money on it. Sometimes, some of the effects. Most of the time, they didn't look too bad. Mm. Uh, it does look, you know, they, it looks like they actually went to these places, which is always nice. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot better. I, I, I must say, I, I, uh, I've only ever seen bits and pieces of, of Lisbon. They show quite a bit of Lisbon. Lisbon's really pretty, if that's, if that's, you know. I'm sure there are definitely awful places in Lisbon, like any other city. But what they show of Lisbon was really, really lovely. Um, and, and quite a nice uh, chase scene as well. Um, the action, I think, for, for the most part, is really well done. Um, <clears throat> it is nowhere near as good as any of those things it's trying to be. Mm. Um, it is entertaining, though. Um, Gail Gadot, with all the will in the world, is not the greatest actress. She is. I agree. She is, however, very charming. Which she's she's fine. I mean, I I see her is in in the same way I see a lot of you know actors that you know like a Bruce Willis back in the day. It's like, well, you know, he he became got to the point where it's like, well, he's good for one or two roles, and that's pretty much the roles you're going to cast him yeah. in. You know, you want Bruce Willis character, then you insert Bruce Willis character, and it kind of feels that way with with yeah. Gal. I'm not going to say her last name because I'm worried I'll get it wrong now. Well, no, Gal, <laughs> I don't uh, think every, you know, it doesn't matter. She's she's pretty much the same, but you're right. She's she's charming, and the same I as think, the, the the Rock. Yeah, charming is all hell. Not very much range. <laughs> That's, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, charisma. Rock's different for another reason than the fact that he, the the dude's built like a tank, so he. Well, there you is know, that. He's there's certain characters he's never going to play because you know why would. You know, why would your mailman look like that? Yeah. That's probably, um, you know, probably uh, are plenty of mailmen. That's probably a bad example. But anyway, the problem with her as a, as a, as a, you know, as well, is that she looks so slight, you know, she's so skinny and I know she's, you know, she's fit and I know she, she was in the army and all that sort of stuff, but she doesn't have that sort of physical presence that, um, uh, oh, blimey. Charlize Theron does in Atomic Blonde. Oh, one of our favourites. I mean, Charlize Theron looks like she could bash her face in. Oh, she's, like, I mean, in that movie, she 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 both gets beat to hell and beats people to hell. She's exactly. believably badass in that movie. Yes. 100%. Um, not, not quite so much. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's the scenes that she does are good. Um, I don't know how much she did herself and how much... There's a lot of hair over the face, so I'm presuming she probably didn't do a lot of the fighting herself. Sure. 
Um, but even so, even then, you're going to get obviously a body double that that matches. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, <laughs> it's not a Steven Seagal film, so you it's know. exactly. It's, it's not really good if you if the if the, the, the your body double is twice the size of you. Um, um, but it was it was it was entertaining. It was there was some nice. There was like I said, there were some genuinely good action pieces. Um, the the sort of there's your usual double crossy tall stuff that you just see a mark coming a mile off. Hmm. Um, so it's you know it, it's not it's not anywhere near as good as what it's it's trying to sort of emulate, but it is entertaining. It is fun. The the leads for the most for the most part are actually you know fun to watch and and and, and are believable enough. Sure. Um, that, that they they can they can get away with it. Um, I don't know whether whether it was just in my head or whether she was slightly more muscular as um, Wonder Woman than she is in this. Because she did train. Where... She trained a lot for Wonder Woman. I know. I yeah. know that much. Um, I mean, it's, I know. I know. At the time, we were like, "Well, she doesn't. She's not really the 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 physicality of Wonder Woman in that no. that kind of." physique that you'd expect from wonder woman but she she trained a lot for it and she was she was very uh lean wasn't she she was like very lean muscle in that from from yeah, memory certainly it, in the first one anyway in in i think girl's a bit too skinny it, it, mm. there, there are bits where you just she's walking along and you think she's just gonna snap if someone is <laughs> really hard i'm sorry oh, no and maybe that's just me but <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. It's 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 actually a, a, a fun movie. It's it's got some really nice stuff in it, and um, I would recommend it. Actually, I would think it's it's if if you want a a, 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 a pretty cool action movie with that mm. was not really going to surprise you, but you know will entertain you. I think so. Sure. Yeah, I, I I would recommend it on that on that basis. As long as you you're not going in thinking, oh, this is this is you know Mission Impossible standards. Yeah, sure. You know, because it's not—it's not that good. It's, but it's good enough, and it's entertaining enough. Okay, well, that's something. Um, I, I guess these actors have have paid have been paid for multi-picture deals, have they? I, I um, would presume so. Because I mean, like Gal was in Red Notice as well, wasn't she? And now she's in this. And I know that The Rock's got a movie coming out with Netflix again. So I'm like, did they just all get offered multi-picture deals oh, or I, something? I imagine so. Um. But uh, but yeah, I cool. It, I think most of those aren't going anywhere. No, no, I would imagine. Not. I, I, mean, I can't. Um, I, I can't imagine Red. I mean, I think it was a lot of people watched it, but Red Notice was terrible. I've watched it, and I can't honestly remember whether I liked it or not. I can tell you that I've forgotten everything about it, like everything about it. I I, I, I genuinely don't remember. I, I know he's got Ryan Reynolds in it, and I know it, he was being Ryan Reynolds, and The Rock was being The Rock, and Gal Gadot was being Gal Gadot. I, I don't... Yeah. yeah, I genuinely... It's a heist movie, and they steal a thing, and they're all playing off against each other? Yeah. That's about all I... I genuinely have forgotten most of that film, and I only watched it, like, last year, I think. So, yeah. Sorry. Forgettable. I'd be very surprised if they make a sequel to that. So maybe this is their idea. They're like, well, actually, let's put you in something else <laughs> you know get our money yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you know they are guessing they're all sort of they just got contracts with them that they, yeah. they'll, they'll put them in whatever they think will a suitable vehicle for mm-hmm. them i guess what was the um 
the Highlander-esque one that they did. That was quite fun. Uh, the Old Guard? Yes. Charlie Theron again. Mm, quite enjoyed that. Yeah, that had some really stupid stuff in it. But it, again, it did, but it was fun. Really enjoyable. I'm surprised they haven't done more of that. But uh... Yeah, I think that was... I think, it, you know, I think a lot of people, again, watched it. So you mm. would... I mean, it certainly opened, it left itself for a, you know, a, a sequel. They had a definite sequel bait, and it was clearly made as a, you know, franchise. Yes. And it did have some lovely, some lovely moments, in it, actually. It was some, some nice little bits, and Joyce Veron is, is great. I mean, I think she's a bit of a nutter in real life, which just, I guess, adds to, adds to it. But, you know, sure. Actors. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would Hollywood I actors. Um, I'd, I'd watch a sequel to that. Yeah, it had some nice stuff in it. Well, my uh, the only other thing I've seen that I remember because <laughs> I do have this horrible nagging feeling that I've watched something else, but I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. So it can't have been. It must have been great. Then. Anything memorable? Uh, <laughs> the other film that I remember seeing in the last two weeks uh, was Babylon Five: The Road Home. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the animated s- sequel spin-off yeah. to, uh, to Babylon 5, one of yeah. my favorite science fiction shows of all time. Um, grew up and was a big fan of Babylon 5 uh, in the yeah. 90s. Uh, it was probably my favorite show back yeah, in the day. Babylon 5 many a time. Yes, I mean, I return to it annually. Um mm-hmm. I, I love Babylon 5. Uh, my my personal opinion on Babylon 5 is that the, the show itself... I mean, season 1's a little bit ropey. Uh, yeah. Season 5's a little bit ropey. There are yeah. some great episodes in those seasons, but seasons 2 to 4, some of the best science fiction ever written. Um, and in my opinion... Some of the best science fiction, sci-fi character work in any show. Yes, absolutely. Um I, I would say though, unfortunately, after Babylon Five, almost everything after that didn't really work for me. Uh, I, I I thought Crusade was okay, might have got better. I don't. I, know. I was gonna. Say, I think Crusade would have found its feet. I yes, think. I feel like if it had another season, I probably would have ended up liking it a lot mm-hmm. more. Um, the movies were okay. Uh, Legend of the Rangers was terrible. Uh, Lost Tales was just dull and pointless. I like Sorry? I like Third Space. Yes, the movies were okay. Third Space was great. In the beginning was great. Yeah. Um There was that awful one, River of Souls. That's terrible. I uh, kind of like River of Souls. Oh, no, it's, I know it's bad. It's like, machine. I, I kind of like it. It's bad. Uh, I think it's got so. Martin Sheen. Martin but, Sheen, um, sorry, not Michael. Martin Sheen, yes. Martin Sheen is a, as a as soul a, hunter. Um, it's so bad, hunter. dude. His, he, Martin Sheen, who... He's been in a lot of sort of sci-fi type movies and always looks as if he has no idea what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? It's weird. For someone yeah. that does so much science fiction, he often looks like he doesn't have a fucking clue no, what's going on. Not a clue. <clears throat> he certainly does not that. He just, I mean, there's, um, he's the bad guy in Spawn. Yeah, I know. I love him in Spawn. And That's one of my favourite performances of his because he genuinely is like, what have I signed up to be yeah, in? <laughs> He's he's chewing. The thing is, is he's he clearly doesn't know what this movie is. To be honest, and I will say this: I love Spawn. I loved Spawn the comics. I loved them. Yeah. 
that movie is fucking terrible, and I, I do I not. I love it. There's yeah, so, me too. I, I love it, but it's awful. And the thing of what I love about his performance in that movie is he clearly has no idea what the movie is. He has no idea. He's what's like, going oh, on. it's a comic. They basically just gone. You're the villain. You're a comic book villain. And he's just got. Be oh, I know how to villain. do that, so I will just yeah. eat the entire scenery. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, it's so good. So anyway, they they announced that that they were going to do a reboot of Babylon Five, and I was like, oh god, you're going to probably ruin it. Uh, but you know, uh, J. Michael Straczynski was on board, and I was like, okay, yeah. maybe. I'm still yeah, very yeah. very nervous about them doing it, but arm bells. But there were a lot of sort of hopeful. Yes, vid- and you know, and to be fair. I'm past the point of giving a shit anymore. Like most, mm-hmm. like like most oh, of the things I like, so they've done it to everything now. So I'm like, I guess it's inevitable that Babylon Five will probably get a shitty remake at some point. You know, I mean, hey, it could end up being a Battlestar Galactica, but I doubt it. Um, yes, <laughs> but you know, I will give it a go. However, they then said, "Oh, we're coming out with this animated movie, Babylon Five: The Road Home. It's a tribute to Babylon Five." of the 90s um you know bringing back all of the cast that are alive and paying tribute to the the cast members that are deceased unfortunately most of the cast members of babylon 5 have passed away over the years yeah. <clears throat> um one of the how, worst how, franchises how, for it actually one of the things i was going to ask is what are the replacement voices like interesting um they're they are i mean the thing is i'm so used to hearing the voices of the original actors that I find it very difficult to switch that off. They were um, all they were all really good voice actors as well, so and very they, distinctive they voices. In other cartoons and things. And... Yeah, and they're very distinctive voices. Um, I, I would say they they certainly don't nail the voices entirely, but they certainly are in the spirit of the character to where it didn't bother me. Like okay. I was like, okay, they're they're clearly playing that character. Yeah. Even if the voice is slightly off, like the well, they. Think- Delenn and Jakar are probably the, the voices that would be most recognisable. Yes. I would say hard to pull off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. Um, especially um, Delenn. Mm. I mean, she had such a distinctive voice. Um, I mean, Garibaldi, you can... Get Garibaldi with... sounds very gruff, generic in this, of... but yeah, he's fine. Yeah, gruff sort of... Um, uh, <clears throat> bruce willis character that's kind of what you what you need for, for them but yeah 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 someone yeah. who's got you know like the accents that they had in that you know miracle and and, and andres katsula had yeah you know. i i think they they are fine in in the replacement yeah, and it feels like they are in the spirit of those characters and those performances even if they don't sound exactly the same it it didn't bother me um <clears throat> I was pretty concerned going into this because it's a multiverse story. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I really just wanted to catch up with the 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 people in Babylon 5 and just see where they are a few years later. Obviously, we know how Sheridan's story ends. Yes. Um, we know how a lot of their stories end ultimately because Babylon 5 is one of those shows that did go and show us the distant future. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but it would be nice to have a, a story in this universe was my argument and, and doing it in a multiverse. I'm like, well, it doesn't really count then, does it? Because what happens elsewhere doesn't really bother me. Um, but I, I will say, I think for what it is, I really enjoyed this. I think they did a good job. Um, it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it is set... Uh, in season five and it it's very i don't know how newcomers are gonna like this i will be honest because it's very 
it is very it feels very much in canon with the 90s show so it is it does feel like it is very much that right um so it's set towards the end of season five i think it might be the second to last episode of season five when uh sheridan and delenn leave babylon five to move to mimbar because they're going to move uh he's going to be the president of the alliance has been on babylon five temporarily they've yeah. now got the interstellar alliance set up on mimbar he's going to mimbar so you get a recreation of that scene and some of the stuff you didn't see from that uh you know from that episode effectively uh it kind of opens with sheridan talking about socks to delenn it's uh it's a straczynski thing that i have noticed he does he does this mundane talk thing a lot yeah. with his dialogue i i think it might infuriate people i quite like it um i like it too. <clears throat> but yeah so he's he's trying to find his lucky socks that he moved on on board babylon 5 years and stuff that's, and that's, it's very sheridan that's the lennon sheridan isn't yep, it so. absolutely and that's the thing it's like right off the bat i'm like okay we're back with these characters it fits um we get a recreation of the the scene with um tracy's stoggins character saluting and you know yep. uh box lightner saluting back and on the on the white star and then disappearing off uh they they get to mimbar and uh i guess it's a couple of weeks later he's kind of settling in and um he's going to open this power plant on mimbar um and uh he's a lot more jokey in this actually sheridan he's a bit more kind of humorous which i quite liked it it kind of worked quite well um but he's basically going to open this power plant and um you know he kind of jokes about oh i'd love opening you know i love being like a ceremonial guy that just comes along and opens power plants and stuff you know he's kind of quite sarky about it but anyway he gets there and uh they they are talking about this power plant that's going to power mimbar for generations to come with no waste and all of this stuff and um effectively they fire it up and sheridan starts having flashbacks and you know issues and he starts you know feeling pain and he's like you know what what power is this and it, and it turns out that it's powered by tachyons now in uh a war without end <laughs> very specific babylon 5 two-part episode from season three yeah um the one when they time travel back to babylon 4 yep all of that stuff sheridan I, gets oh, uns- it's a fantastic episode it's one of the best episodes uh he because they bring back um sinclair and everything in that it's a really good yeah. brings it it ties everything neatly together um yeah in that episode sheridan became unstuck in time zathras gave him this stabilizer to stabilize him but as we saw from sinclair sinclair ages in that episode and he's all messed up because he's gone in too many times and it turns out that he's because he was affected by tachyons during that he's affected by the tachyons of the power plant going live because they're using tachyons and he becomes unstuck in time and space um Delenn tries to save him but obviously can't get there in time and he disappears and reappears 23 years into the future and he meets old Stephen Franklin who's like oh you know you've only you've jumped 18 years into the future and he does tests on him and um he he basically says like you know you're out of time you're out of phase and time and you could end up in alternate dimensions alternate times <clears throat> which at first i was like does that really work because in in the babylon 4 episode it was only times not Within dimensions time. but then i thought well actually they did show babylon 5 getting destroyed and overrun by the shadows and Ivanova sending yes. the emergency message so i was like okay maybe it does fit that there is alternate yeah. dimensions as well so it does it's well written and it does integrate with the the show so it does work <clears throat> um and so he then jumps again 
but not before Stephen says to him, look, you know, you need to get to um, Zathras. You, you need to get to Babylon 5, go down to the planet and and find Zathras because obviously he's the one that gave you the, the stabilizer in the first place. And hopefully in whatever reality you end up in, he can, he can do that. Um, so then he keeps jumping around and he meets his father. He, we see different things. We do get to see that scene that we saw in Babylon 4. Uh, the Babylon 4 in the War Without End. We get to see that uh, the station being overrun by the shadows and mm. Ivanova's last message and uh, Sinclair and Garibaldi, that last stand that we saw yeah. in season one with the Babylon 4 episode as well, because Babylon 4 comes up twice in the series. Um, yeah. You get to see all of that and you get to see that play out. Uh, we get to see a situation where um, the shadows and the Vorlons couldn't be stopped. And now the, the, the Vorlons have lost the war to the shadows, but on their way out, they're going to destroy everything. So they're, they're kind of losing the war, but as they retreat, they're destroying everything. Um, right. So we see the you know the the Vorlons are going to destroy Earth and uh, all of that sort of it's stuff. Kind of greatest hits then. It's greatest hits with like yeah, it's like a big what if um, greatest yeah. hits, but it does make sense in the context of the show, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it and it is nice in a way that we get to see these characters again, and and it it kind of it worked well for what it is, I think. <clears throat> um, and uh you know we we do get some kind of deep and meaningful towards the end which i won't ruin nice scene between sheridan jakar and uh we get to see lita and uh you know we we meet all of all of the old characters zathras is in it and zathras is fantastic there's like a million zathrases um which is great um basically they've they've effectively is two movies that i watched with this in a row that spider verse He's basically created a Zathras verse where there's Zathrases across the multiverse and they all talk to each other and keep things together. So there's always a Zathras in every every yeah. dimension. Um and obviously there's that ongoing joke that, that Sheridan can't bloody stand Zathras, so he's like, Oh god, gotta deal with Zathras, and then you find out there's like loads of them and stuff. <clears throat> it's really good fun, and I and I think it's it's a nice send-off to the characters. Um <clears throat> it is a hundred percent set up as a complete reboot at the end. Um, right. I will say, as a well, it it you know you it's like a, a, a spoiler ish. Well, it is a spoiler. Uh, at the end of the movie, Sheridan goes back to his universe as you would expect. Mm. Um, however, the the show does the the movie ends with Sheridan going back. That the situation gets resolved. He goes back. I won't say how that all happens, but he does. He goes back, but we don't follow him back. He goes back, and then we're stuck on this dimension. And in this dimension is Babylon 5, um, before the Shadow War. And there's, you know, Delenn with the bold head, and Sheridan's already on board. So things are different. So Sheridan's already on board, um, but Sinclair is there, but he's, like, I think in charge of a of a destroyer or something. Um, right. So basically, all the characters are there. Is it the Agamemnon? It might be. They don't. I don't think he says whether it's the Agamemnon or not. Um, but Tracy Scoggins' character is there. I for, why am I forgetting her name? Lockley. Lock Lockley's yeah. there, and she's working with Sinclair. So it's basically this <laughs> alternate. To be uncharitable, she she is the not Susan character. <laughs> she's exactly the not susan character uh, she is the oh shit claudia's quit who do i get to replace her yeah and the I fans mean, will not accept 
she's got some really good character moments and she has she some does. really good episodes i actually think she's great and in, in, in they not susan no her role gets better as it goes on yes. um but claudia christensen uh christian sorry is is back for this yeah which is nice as well um but yeah well, so we we basically it's, end it's, it's because it's their voices it's not so jarring when you see them because totally claudia christian's had a lot of work done yeah yeah she does not look like she used to look <laughs> no um but yeah it's, it's great that you know but it does end on this this like clean babylon 5 where where okay. you know you've got londo and jakar bickering it's early on in their relationship Sheridan's already there. Delenn's there with the bald head, so it's before her, you know, before she changes. Yeah. All of that stuff. So it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a universe that's clean and reset. And I guess it does nicely pave the way because I'm assuming they wouldn't use this universe if they were going to do another show because they're clearly, it's clearly Bruce Boxleitner and it's clearly meant to be Andreas Katsoulas and it's clearly yeah. meant to be Mira Furlan. But but, but they're basically saying like a universe like this exists in a mirror dimension yeah. where nothing's happened yet. So. It nicely sets us up if they decide to. They're like, well, we're not erasing your timeline. That's still going on. It's. I think it was introducing us to the idea that, yeah. that maybe soon this might be recast and start over again. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the, the, you know, when I saw the trailer for this, I was a bit sort of, oh, God, it's a multiverse thing. Yeah, oh. me too. Me too. And it was, but it, but it was a sort of, okay, well, at least it's this, the proper characters. They're not doing you know yeah so i was a bit apprehensive I'd, I'd actually to be fair i'd forgotten it it, it was out i, I hadn't it was out yet i'd set a reminder because i'm a big babylon 5 fan and i was like yeah. I, I want to see this when it comes out regardless so i i'd kind was of apprehensive so i'm glad you've seen it now because uh, you it's worth I, to watch I, I, for sure I will definitely watch it now I, I think it works the story works um as well as any multiverse thing can work i, I like that they tied it back to babylon 4 um i i really wonder how i i would recommend if you honestly if you want to watch this i would watch babylon 5 first oh what to, to people who haven't seen that yeah because i just don't know you wouldn't know what the fuck was going on i mean i was gonna say how how bad is that because well it, it's it, i mean it is referencing very specific episodes yeah. in babylon 5 it, it really is a love letter to the fans of babylon 5 mm. i think really um i mean you could probably watch it as just a, a as a one-off thing but i i think it's more for the fans um ironically yeah. the animated cgi looks better than the actual cgi from the show obviously <laughs> you know like the space battles and stuff in this are like whoa it looks amazing <laughs> you know um the, the animation was pretty good then it was i didn't like it in the trailer but when i saw the whole thing i was like no actually it's fine it works um but yeah, you you kind of get to see a bit more. You get to see a lot more detail. Like the shadows look really evil now. The shadow ships look super organic and evil, and you can kind of see what they intended to do in the nineties, but couldn't pull off with the the technology they had. Um, yeah. So all of that's kind of fun. But I um, think the shadows were always done quite well, though, because the fact that most of the time you couldn't see them properly, I think, worked oh yeah no it, it no 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 i yeah the shadow creatures i think actually look better in the show than they do in this they've given them like red eyes and they look a bit weird in this uh, okay. but the ships look cool in this the ships look like they're straight out of lovecraft now 
Oh, cool. And it does look quite cool. It's quite a cool design. Um, so I, I, I think it's like, this is what we would have done if we had the budget and the means in the 90s, you know. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, it's good fun. I certainly recommend it to Babylon 5 fans. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's fine for what it is. So. Oh, cool. So what else have you watched? Uh, so I have also watched... Find my things. Where is it? It is. I can tell you what you've watched if you want. I was only asking as a as a courtesy. I have it written down. No hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings. I don't know what it is about this. The title for some reason. It's very generic. Will not grab onto it. I it's keep... extremely generic. It's yeah. It's a terrible title. Um, it is. So... It sounds like a lifetime movie or something. Yeah. You know, that's like the title. Um... <laughs> This is not a lifetime movie. No, I'm sure it's not, but it's, you know, <laughs> title alone. I, I've seen, I know yes. nothing no, no, no. about it. It's, it's awful. It's really bad title. I wish I would have found something different because my brain refuses to fucking latch onto it. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, no hard feelings. So, it's uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, you got Matthew Broderick in it. Uh, Laura ben- Bena- Benanti. Um, Natalie Morales. I love Natalie Morales. Natalie Morales was in an amazing series that like nobody watched. Um, and I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it was called. Now. What happens it was... in it? Sorry? What happens in it? Um, they were, they're like sort of, sort of, sort of spidey, sort of secret agency, sort of weird secret organization. Okay. Um, oh, it was based on a comic. I'm pretty sure. Who was it? You were saying? Um, Natalie Morales. I'm gonna look Middleman, middleman. Oh yeah, Middle- okay, yeah. I'm aware of it. I haven't so seen it. So it's sort of weirdy, sort of sixties, sort of spy stuff. Yeah, and it was really fun and a really wacky, and like very few people saw it, so it basically tanked and didn't, you know, go anywhere. But she's great in it, and you know, she's her. She's not. She's only she's a minor character in this, but she's great anyway. Um, so basically, we're introduced to Maddie Bar- uh, Barker, who is a. <laughs> mm, how do we, how do we describe her character? Um, she's a bit of a cow. <laughs> let's put it that way. So, you it starts off with a a, a tow truck coming to repossess her car, uh, and she comes out and it turns. You know, the guy who's in, who's driving the tow truck is an ex boyfriend. Um, who she clearly just stopped calling. Um, she's trying her best to get round him and's like, no, you know, I need this car. I'm an Uber driver, you know. I, I you, you, and I still love you. And he's like, really? And he's like, of course I still love you. And then this like naked Italian guy walks out of the house and starts stretching on the lawn. And it's like, oh yeah, of course you, yeah, yeah, you love him. Brilliant. Um, so then basically, you know, you 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 find out that. She's a bit of a disaster. Her life's a bit of a disaster. Um, she lives in this um, town that's... I'm not sure where it actually is, but it's like um, Amity Island. Okay. In that she lives there, but it's a seasonal town. So, you know, during the summer, all the Richies come and, you know, take over the town, and she hates that, you know. Um, but... That's how she makes her money for the, you know, she, she, she's an Uber driver for the summer and, you know, she makes, that's how she makes her money. Um, but you're also going to discover that she's going to lose her house that her mother left her. 
um so she's you know she's got she's she's working another job as, as a as a bartender um and she needs to make money quick otherwise she's going to lose her house so she sees this post for um from this this fam this couple who um are going to give will give you a car um if you date their son and when I say date, I mean date. Hard date. That's not creepy at all. Yeah, exactly. Apparently it was based on a real post. Oh, I'm not God. sure how true that is. Well, how... the, 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 the truth is that the, the, like most of these true quote-unquote stories, it's probably like yeah. someone posted on Craigslist once. That's the truth. Yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so she goes to see these parents played by Matthew Broderick and uh, Laura ben- Benati. Right. And, you know, they're... they're <laughs> obviously, they're a rich, a very rich family, and they're, you know, you understand what's going on, and she's like, yeah, sure, I can I can, I can do this. I, I You know, I... I, I. So, so she then... She says, but you have to not tell him that we're that paying you're you. doing this for a car. No, exactly. that's not going to go down well, is it? You, you've got to, you know, date him organically. And it's like, okay... What does he do? So this basically, he's he's you know he's seventeen, um, but he doesn't really leave his house. You right. know, doesn't really have any friends. He's kind of scared of everything, um, and the only thing he sort of does is well, not sort of. The only sort of thing he leaves kind of the house for is uh, he works at a dog shelter, right? Um, where you know he 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 helps with the with. With animal, with with the with these uh, dogs that have, have been sort of uh, damaged, or, or there's one particular dog who they've got who is um, an ex-drug dog who became addicted and goes mental when you mention cocaine. Okay. Um, so she then basically goes, you know, tarts herself up and goes to, you know, oh, I'm here for a dog and. <laughs> clearly not suitable for a dog at all um which he, he clearly sort of comes away from saying not sure you're really suitable for a, for a dog and she's like sure i you know i i, I I'm, I'm good for dogs because hey would, would you like to sort of go out and there's this basically they end up sort of she goes with he goes with her in this in this van she's borrowed right which has got in the back of it, it's got like tools and machetes hanging from it because the guy who's oh, it's a it's a fisherman's van and it's got fisherman's accoutrement like small cages and nets and things in it and of course he's increasingly getting like this is weird I think this woman's gonna do terrible things to me and he's like he's supposed to, she's like supposed to be giving him a lift home clearly she's going to her house and when they get when they get there. He basically maces her. <laughs> so obviously, you know, stuff happens. It's a good he, start. They, yeah, <laughs> exactly. She sort of, you know, she persuades him that she wasn't going to do terrible things to him, and she just fancied him, and she thought he was lovely. And then obviously, it you know goes like from there. There's you know there's dates and things, and people coming in, and, and, and they actually fall in love. Incidences. Well, I mean. Yes, sort of, kind of. Um, 
what I like about this is it... Well, it, I mean, if it was a Hallmark movie, they'd definitely fall in love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that. And it would be set at Christmas, but that's... Yeah. There's, there's one brilliant scene um, where which I am never, I am not going to spoil. Okay. I, I, but I would... It, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And all I'll say is, from what I gather, she did her own stunts. Stunts? Take, take that how you will. Yeah, I'm curious now. Um, <laughs> this doesn't strike me as a stunt-heavy movie. Did she really get maced? <laughs> <laughs> Just do it for so. real. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm a method actor. In the context, of, I don't. I don't want to spoil the scene. So all I'll say is, is, is I'll put it that way, and you can make of that. No, no, that's it. fine. I, I, you have piqued my curiosity. Um, what I love about this is it feels like an old-fashioned comedy movie. It feels like one of those sort of, you know early 90s late 80s sort of over the top farces you know where yes it's ridiculous yes there are stupid dumb shit in it but it's actually got a lot of heart it's genuinely funny uh the kid andrew barth fieldman the kid playing the kid who plays percy he's such a dweeb but he's so sweet and he's he's you really feel for this kid um <laughs> the, the other, you know, the the, the sort of the, the other performers are, are are great as well. You know, even even though they're, they're minor things, I think Jennifer Lawrence is um, he, again. She said some stupid shit in in real life and, and actors. Think, yeah, exactly. Actors. <laughs> Just, well, but particularly Hollywood her, actors. I've seen her in a lot of interviews and a lot of like on on a lot of shows where she's just herself, and I think herself when she's not prompted to say stupid shit is genuinely funny and genuinely sweet and that cut even though you she should is... all stop listening to your publicists immediately yes. oh god yeah just be yourselves um, even though her character at times is really horribly <laughs> broken she is actually at her core sweet and funny. And I, I, think... I mean, regardless of her as a, as a person, I don't know any of these celebrities. They could be lovely or they could be awful. I yes. like her as an actress. I think she's pretty mm-hmm. good. Exactly. She's a great actress. Yeah. And she, she's certainly got comedy chops. Mm-hmm. She's, she, she is really funny in this. Um, it, I mean, it, okay, I will, <laughs> I will point out that I started watching this with my wife. Um, she got 20 minutes in and was like yeah i'm done <laughs> and, and she walked away oh, so no. my my wife doesn't like cringy humor and i'm not the biggest fan of cringy humor i like some, it some of the stuff like the american office like does my head in right but i for me this really worked i think it, it I, I would recommend it to anybody who, who likes good old-fashioned over-the-top comedies uh-huh um, with a sort of sweet core to it, um, and I really liked it. I really found it fun. I really found it funny. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is brilliant. The, the, the rest of the cast is great. The, the, like I said, the, the kid was 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 really uh, cool, and it it, it ends um, with a sort of. I mean, you can, you can, again you you can sort of see it coming, but it's not as saccharine as like a Hallmark movie is. Yeah. So I, I think the end is actually very satisfying. It's got a very nice, you know, and obviously, you know, it'll, it'll have the beats. Obviously things will go wrong. You know, 
you will find out that's not you know no one's going to be surprised by that that's what the story is just going to go but i think what they do with it is worked really well for me and i think it it worked well for the movie and i, I liked it a lot it's really fun really funny and i, I would highly recommend it hmm cool that sounds fun I, I, you've piqued my interest with these stunts yes. um <laughs> but, uh... honestly it's a really fucking brilliant scene i absolutely i mean some people might not find it as funny as i do certainly not you know humor is relative and, and everything but that scene in particular i laughed my head off it was just brilliant it really did it for Excellent. me anyway cool well i'm really glad you watched no hard feelings and heart of stone otherwise this would have been an entirely animated based uh episode of the movies made us do it that's true uh so would you like to do your last film i will so i have also seen monkey king monkey king an animated adaptation yes and this is the latest netflix version of monkey king uh starring no i mean it's going to be one of those ones where I get terrible. Uh, oh. Uh, oh no! Jimmy O Yang is 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 the voice of, uh, okay. of Monkey King, which is good. Uh, Jolie uh, Huang Rappaport, um, Bowen Yang, uh, Joy Ko, and you've got uh, DB Wong, which is actually this is quite funny because DB Wong uh, is also in um, Heart of Stone as well, which which kind of oh. made, me, made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's the story of the monkey king um and it, it's early monkey king so it's 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 you see him from the his birth from the stone egg from being this you know this the stone monkey um to him getting the staff um and his sort of self quest to become you know immortal and better than the gods um and along the way he you know, stumbles across a girl um, who um, is trying to save her village. Uh, so the Monkey King gets the his. Uh, do you know the story of Monkey very very well? Not terribly well. No. Did you ever watch Monkey the seventies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, but like I, I, you know, I we, watched. Did we discuss it the other day when we were talking about? We did. We did. Yeah. I fucking love Monkey. Yeah, I, so I didn't watch like loads of it. I, I've watched some yeah. of it. Yeah. I I love Monkey, and I love the, enjoyed it. But you know, Journey to the West is 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 one of those things I, I I love anyway. And I've seen many many versions of the Monkey King. Mm-hmm. So, some great ones to some utterly appalling appalling ones. Um, basically, the, the story you know the the, the 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 gist is Monkey. Um, he he's he was. Born from this stone egg, he, was a, he, he becomes this sort of king of the monkeys, and he decides that he's going to, you know, be, be an immortal, and he, he goes to heaven, and you know all this stuff, and then basically from, from there he gets um, punished, and he's uh, put in a mountain for for five hundred years or a thousand years, I think, one day, um, and eventually he's released to go on the journey to the west with. I never remember the actual name, so I'm going to use the names they use in Monkey. So you get he goes, he, he's you know becomes the bodyguard of Tripitaka, the priest, and Pixie and and and, and, and uh, Sandy. So you've got all that sort of stuff. So his staff is a tidal marker in the ocean, 
Um, and in this version, it, I think in most versions they do, probably belongs to the, drag, uh, the Dragon King. But in this version specifically, it belongs to the Dragon King, who basically is, is sick of the, the upper world, and he's going to use this staff to destroy the human world, basically. Uh, but Monkey gets there because uh, he wants a, a, a decent weapon that, you know, he's, he's deserving of him. And when he gets to the, to the staff, it talks to him. Right. Now I think I think the the staff usually has a degree of sentience anyway, but I don't remember it ever talking to him. Sure. Um, and you don't hit it. It doesn't. You know, um, it's not you can't understand it. It makes these noises and monkey. Yeah, it's not like the voice of Pee Wee Herman or something. Just yeah, starts no, talking. It, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes this sort of humming sound, uh-huh. and it lights up, which actually. Initially, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking awful," but you, I got used to it really quickly, and it works quite well. Okay. Um, it's it's really odd that he keeps having conversations with the staff, but okay. Um, so he, not really spoiling anything, he goes off with this staff. Um, the the Dragon King is utterly pissed off that um, his weapon's been stolen and his plans for for like world domination have been shattered uh so he do I, do I spoil stuff? well he, he basically the monkey king you know he because to become an immortal he there are certain things he, he realizes he must do he must become visible to heaven so he decides to be a, a, a thousand demons or a hundred demons or whatever it is so you get a brief sort of you know, they cut that down there's a brief thing where he goes off and he fights a hundred demons defeats a hundred demons and then he he gets this sort of assistant and he realizes right so he has to go to the underworld to cross his name off so that he can be immortal but he's only half immortal and you know blah, 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 blah. i'm not gonna sort of spoil it um other than there's some sort of you know weird changes for instance um he's sort of rejected by the other monkeys which was weird mm. um the the other monkeys uh are like oh you know you're you're you 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 there, there are rules and we have to abide by these rules and you don't go out into the sunlight and this demon will take take you and, and you know you're, you're clearly not one of us you know you're, you're so he even gets shunned by the monkeys which is which I thought was odd but they're obviously they've set it up as you know this is part of his thing that you know sure he, he needs to overcome this sort of you know find a family sort of thing <laughs> and you know this this girl sort of who becomes his assistant, you know, she helps him and she, she hinders him. And, you know, there, there, there's that sort of sort of that stuff going on. Um, I'm not quite sure why they made um, the, the um, Dragon King a bad guy either, but for the purposes of this, it works. I think um, he's quite funny. Uh, he gets a musical number, which was <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, again, it sort of worked for the character they were using. Um, for the most part, I think the animation was actually quite beautiful. Um, I liked most of the character designs. Some of the designs were a bit weird. Um, the design for Buddha, I thought, was a bit odd. But, okay, it so- again, it sort of worked, but it was a bit weird. Um, the... the, the uh, spoiling slightly... The, when the Dragon King goes kaiju mode, he's 
massively overweight and sort of fat and it was a bit of an odd choice mm. but sure okay um i liked it i really enjoyed it it's it's fun it's got a nice message of um there's this point that they keep saying like um this the first off it's made by this the sort of the head monkey who says you are a pebble see this hand this is you know this is like the universe and you're this pebble you're a a very small part of this universe and you don't matter and it but obviously it's like the overall message is even a small pebble can make a difference Uh so it's actually it's, it doesn't have any of the sort of I think a, a lot of a lot of the sort of Netflix ca- uh, cartoons in in the recent years have had some fucking dubious messaging that has has pissed me off. This one, thankfully, doesn't have that. It just has a if you you know you put yourself out there, you do the right thing, you can make a difference. It is possible to make a difference, and I like that. It was it was cool, and the voices were great. The 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 performances were really fun. Uh, my, the Monkey King is just the right side of annoying for me. Anyway, I think I think some people found him too annoying, but I think you know M- Monkey is annoying. He 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 he's disruptive. He's you know he's uncouth. He's you know he he has this journey where he goes from being this annoying brat to being a you know, a, 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 a considered person, as it were. Yeah. <clears throat> Character growth. Exactly. And this this um, only encompasses up to where he's punished, basically. Right. So do you think they're going to do more? So I hope so. Hmm. I would happily watch um, a sequel with them with them going on the journey to get the, the scrolls from India. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would, you know, I also think... Um, that I, well, I, I would recommend this movie, and I would recommend it to actual kids. I think some of the m- movies I've seen for kids recently, I would recommend for kids because mm. sometimes some of the messaging I think is, is not appropriate. This one I think was just perfect for kids. I think it's it's great, it's fun, and you know, Monkey's got the the, the just a, the right amount of of brashness that I think kids will love. Yeah. Ah, cool. It had, you know, real heart, and I really <clears> liked it. I thought it was it was, it was very, really well done, and it's, for the most part, really pretty. Yeah. And and a, and a nice version of the Monkey King. There are lots out there. Yes. I think Netflix themselves have done two or three them, themselves. I think. I think there's an Australian one, which is sort of a, a sort of modernish interpretation, which I haven't actually seen, but I've seen clips from, which looked, looked okay, but I didn't give it a go in the end. But this one, I thought, hey, I love Monkey. And I and you know I like the 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 journey to the west. Yeah. So I I gave it a go and it's worth it. It is worth your time. It's it's fun. Excellent. Well, a very animated based movies made us do it today. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to talk about? Uh, I think only really the um Rebel Fucking Moon <laughs> trailer. So the trailer for Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's uh, Star Wars, I guess. Yes, well, it was. It was literally a Star Wars. Um, well, was it? He yeah, says yeah. that. He says that, but it looks like he was initially thinking Star Wars, but then he saw Dune, and and then he saw 
Seven Samurai, and and then well, he saw over, fucking yeah. John Carter, and then he just yeah. he's like basically like as as I as I find the more I see of Zack Snyder's stuff. He just likes smashing toys together, and that's kind of what this looked like. I mean, I don't get me wrong; some of this looks really cool, and I'm kind of intrigued. But yep. like, it is just like a kid's written something based on all the things they like at the time, oh, and yeah. just I've smashed got, them all lie. together. I, I, uh, that that is true. I don't, and, and I'm not necessarily saying that's even a bad thing because well, I am quite is, looking if, forward to it. But if, if this was his Star Wars pitch, how? different would it have been because that's what i'm curious about right so i guess when we see it we'll yeah. we'll see how star wars it is because i didn't get like masses of star wars from this trailer i got like i got like 25 percent star wars 25 percent june 25 percent john carter 25 percent seven <laughs> samurai it was like you know um and i know obviously you know kurosawa and star wars are kind of linked yeah. anyway so that's kind of a you Absolutely. know a fair a fair thing um it looks interesting i mean snyder's love of cgi continues uh i think some of the visual effects in this trailer look amazing some of them look quite ropey so yeah there was there was one or two shots which which maybe they'll alter later yes quite possibly you know because what when's it coming out is it november there's two parts isn't there i think the first part is november and then the next part is next year right yeah um so it's got a great bloody cast it does have a fantastic cast it looks uh, fine i mean it does Hannah, look fine charlie Sunman, uh carrie elwes jenna malone anthony hopkins which was a was like is I don't he know just how narrating just the narrator yeah I, I was wondering that i was like is he just or narrating whether, or is yeah. he actually in this uh duna bay uh you know uh jamon hansu great ed, ed screen or skirin skirin screen there's a name that I never know, quite know how. Yeah, you know. I'm the same. I'm never sure. Um, uh, it it looks scary, fine. But... I, I'm curious. I will definitely watch it. Um, he has already warned us that he's going to do a Snyder cut. Yeah, I know. That was a <sighs> whole extra hour. Like... Oh my god, man! Do, are you incapable of doing? Help against his haters already. It's like, oh, please don't say that because it's all you're, you're already, you know. Helping to bury it's his your thing own now, isn't it? I know. It. It's it's like his thing now. I I. The thing is, I'm fine with long movies. I like long movies. We've discussed this before. Yeah. Right. If it's if the, if it were if, if you if, have a story to tell. Why? Yeah. But he does have this habit of making overly long, pointless things, right? Mm-hmm. And I am worried. I, I I have this horrible feeling that I will probably end up preferring the Netflix cut to the Snyder cut, which Wait. will have a load of added nonsense in it. I mean, yeah, but having said that, the Snyder cut of Thingy is miles better. Oh, it is better, but it's over long. I mean, you can cut off the end. You can cut off a that... lot, but you know, it is a better cut. I'll give you that. But that's yeah. a low bar. I I think I I and and I, that I, had interference like and was more screwed. Than a lot of people. I've got a, I've got a lot of time for Snyder. Um, I think he's great as a visual director. Yeah. Uh, I I'm I think realized... there, are pro- there are not problems with him, and he hasn't done terrible things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I personally love a lot of his stuff. Yeah, and that's cool, man. And I'm 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 up for this movie. Uh, I, I, I I like the trailer. Know. I thought. It was yeah, a good yeah. Show. I, I like the trailer. I I just I nice. was like, wow, it does have that feel of a fourteen-year-old's first script. 
Yes. You know, I don't know who wrote this. Did he write it? Uh, probably. Uh, I'm guessing he, he was heavily Shea involved. Hattan, oh, uh, Kurt Johnstad and Zack Snyder. Okay, so it was a team of a team of writers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it looks cool. I'm I'm intrigued. Um. It's you know obviously neither of us bother with Star Wars anymore. So you know, hey, uh, if you're gonna start something cool in a science fiction universe, I think that's what I hope. That's the thing that I hope. You know, there, there's a lot of alarm bells on it. There are a lot of, you know, stuff that... that... There's certainly enough there that I, I want to watch it. Exactly. And yeah. I'm, what I'm hopeful is that it is good and we will get a nice new shiny franchise that's worth... Yes, a nice science fiction franchise would be fun. Yes. It's... Because it, it, it's not like the desire for these things have gone away. No, I I love science fiction. <laughs> it's not like you know. <laughs> Just I like good don't stuff. Want to see good star sci-fi stuff because we do. Everybody wants you know. Not everybody. But all everybody who loves Star Wars and who loves Star Trek want to see good sci-fi shows. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it works, it's it works. I mean, Netflix have put a lot of money into this. I mean, two. They're releasing mm-hmm. two movies. Yeah. It, they've signed off on two immediately. I mean, they must have some pretty. There's a lot of confidence. Wrong, not there. that that means very much because they put a lot of money into a lot of movies that have been terrible. That's true. It's just this. These clearly are not cheap, and to have made two in a row without seeing how popular the first one was first is like, wow, you're going yeah. all in with with Zack Snyder here, you know. And I mean, I know they they again. He has multi picture deals, right? Because obviously we had the um, Army of the Dead or whatever it was called. Yeah um so is he going to continue with that because that was going to be a universe thing as well i i don't think so yeah i guess maybe that wasn't as popular a lot of people watched it but i think it got a lot of negative yeah i wasn't a huge fan of it i mean it's a it's a rubbish film but i did enjoy it i enjoyed parts of it it. Mm. there was a there was a lot that was really funny. I still haven't watched that heist movie, the the prequel. I actually really, again... It sounds like it might be a better film, but... But I really enjoyed it. I like the character of Dieter. I guess it's whether you like the character of Dieter or not. Mm. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was quite fun as a, as a, a sort of slightly naff heist movie. I, I mean, I would recommend that if you want to see a pretty semi-decent heist movie. Yeah. Um... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so hopeful for it. I'm That's, hopeful. I, I'm. The, I, I've got. A, I've got more love of Zack Snyder than most people have. You and certainly so have I, more I, than I, me. I'm a little more. But I'm not. I'm not close but, to this. I, I think the trailer looks fine. I, I, you know, my cynicism aside, it, it, it looks fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's certainly wearing its inspirations on its chest, loud and proud. I, I would say. Mm-hmm um yeah. but let's see what happens i mean i'm certainly going to give it a go it, it can certainly be you know i think yeah absolutely speaking of june that's been knocked back hasn't it that's, oh has it yeah it's not coming out till next year no oh my god what am i gonna do matt i got to uh, find five movies i liked this year at the end of the year <laughs> do you know what i was thinking that the other day i was thinking oh this year's gonna Top be one of those five's gonna be a low bar this year yeah <laughs> I mean, we have seen good movies so this year. So I've seen some good movies. I talk to me will will be in my top five right now. Um, I, yeah, I've got to see that because I've got a feeling that one might be might 
make my top five. I really enjoyed it, but um, but you know there have been good <laughs> films. I'm just like I I think June two was the big movie this year that I was like oh okay. I mean obviously now I've got Godzilla minus one as well. Uh, yes, that's which will that's certainly. I mean, my interest. But... I think there's, uh, I think a lot of things being knocked back in it because I think you know because nobody can bloody well they can't uh, reshoot if it's an American film can they so yeah but they, they or can't... promote for that matter no can, that's it no one can promote and I love I love like today today and and, and and yesterday and things when I was looking at up news items for today I love like <laughs> when you when you read an article and and they make it clear. This article was was done before the thing. Everything that they said was before the thing, so you can't, you know, don't don't shout at us because you know um, it was it was all done before then, and the opinions were made before the the, the strike. And <laughs> I would well, say, every, do you every not... article I was looking at was all, all started with with that disclaimer. It was just hilarious. Is it just me? Not, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I I honestly feel like. Like honestly, mm. if they, if the reason they're not releasing movies, if it's reshoots, I understand. Mm-hmm. That's that's a problem. If it's promotion, honestly, yep. with how thick some of these actors are and celebrities <laughs> are, I think it would be a positive if you didn't have them talk before the movie came out. Yeah, I mean, like, so, like genuinely, so just <laughs> just release the fucking movie. And don't let them talk. And I think more people might see your movie because they're not doing any favors for anyone right now. When they seem to open their mouths at these days, like I don't know if it's the publicist telling them to say stuff or what, but yeah. my God, some but of the stupid things that people say. Last week, or, or the week before, maybe we were talking about um, Tom Cruise. What Tom Cruise said. If you've already oh been, yeah, that you should do promotion movie. for a movie that you've been paid for. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent agree with that. That's that's yeah. crazy to me. It's like no, no, no. You've taken the money for that already. Like yeah, you should definitely do that. But you're, yeah, you're, you're you're promoting something that's already you know, that you've been paid it. for. You, you're yeah. you were paid for the movie and the the mm-hmm. the press, right? Yeah. So to to not do that, it's like well, you haven't. Should you be paid then? I don't know. Don't know how that works. I mean, maybe they get paid for the promotion separately, in which case that's a fair argument. But certainly, the way that Tom Cruise put it, it sounded like no, no, you've you've kind of been paid yeah. to 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 do you the promotion as well as make the movie. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, but uh, it's it's interesting, and like I said, it opens the way for films from other countries. Yep, we got great British cinema. We got you know Australian as as we had with um, yeah. Talk to Me. We've got korea just knocking it out of the park with almost everything they produce these days um you know uh european movies so there's there's plenty of stuff you know going on found some real gems during covid so i've no doubt we can do the same next year you know covid things things appeared during covid well there's there's always movies being made movies as much as hollywood would like to think it's the the only thing in the world it's not there's there's plenty of other stuff so uh you know it's fine but um what are speaking of movies what are we going to do next time? so this week i will give you two choices oh two li- two different very different movies oh okay uh so with nell and i <laughs> nice or wings of desire oh they are very different <laughs> you're not wrong well we we probably need to do both 
at some yeah. point. Yeah, oh, well, I'm assuming I will definitely do both. So both are on uh, on the list. Yeah. Um, Depends whether you want a mental comedy or a... Crazy fantasy movie. Or beautiful movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I am... I am leaning towards <laughs> Wings of Desire. Yeah. Purely because Wayne's world is still near to yeah. me. And and I kind of feel like we did comedy recently, so doing another comedy this soon might be a bit I don't know uh, if you feel that way. No, I I I'm 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 fine with that. But I definitely want to do with Nell and I, obviously. I love both both of these movies, so yeah, yeah. you know. Um but yeah, let's 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 do that. Wings of Desire is. Wings of Desire. We will be back next week with Wings of Desire as I hit my microphone with my hand. Um, but uh, yes, uh, until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time.